Welcome back to the Game Chat Podcast, Friday, October 27th. Got a lot of stuff to get to. We took last week off, and uh, but we're back. We're back. Um, we, me and Eli are leaving for camp in... Ooh, math is hard. Seven hours? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take like some that. middle schoolers and high schoolers up to the mountains. And uh, <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> you know what I meant, right? It's <laughs> church camp. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. We got, uh, we're going to do our power rankings 1 through 32 again. A lot of changes from the last time that we did our power rankings. Um, World Series is set. We're going to go to some mailbags. I thought it'd be fun though to to start by revisiting some of our preseason bold takes. Oh boy, mm, none of mine are even close. We're almost halfway through <laughs> the season. I have not been seeing the board well. Nope. I haven't even I haven't even been looking at the right board. We're in week eight, so I think next week will be our mid season award show, which is wild. That's so sad. It's wild that it's already halfway through the season because it's just started getting cold here in Boise. Like we've been pretty consistently in the seventies. Mm-hmm. I feel like. And football is just—it's just better when it's cold outside because you don't feel like as much as a slob staying in and watching football all day. Yeah, I mean we do. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. You feel a little bit better about yourself when it's a little colder outside. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's and and it's wild. Like we won't have, we won't be able to do pods the last like, you know, week. I think it's like week thirteen on. We have like two or three in person pods. Oh man, because everyone's gone out of uh, town and stuff yeah so i don't know hope, we'll probably get brandon matthew on back for one and then, i don't know maybe do some on zoom or something like that but um yeah so preseason bold takes you just want to hear what we came up with preseason um let's get the standings just uh like like the nfl standings out for everyone so that we can you know see where we're at right totally <laughs> uh, we did three right let's start yeah i'm excited to hear these we did three let's start with eli oh no <laughs> i think i no actually let's I... start with reed because reed's not here yeah last episode by the way without reed hopefully um he had uh, dolphins make the afc championship game it's definitely possible That's still in play yeah i would say last week hurt that a little bit just in terms of the way we view them but yeah. definitely possible Saints make the NFC Championship. That one might be still possible. Still possible. It looks possible, not probable. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's good a, way to put that's it. A good distinction. And then Fields gets benched and Eberflus gets fired. Mm. That could actually could possibly be. Yeah. I think if we we looked at this like two weeks ago, we'd be man. I'm my mic is loud. Um, we'd be really. It, yours is completely normal. Oh, it is? Me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. It feels loud to me. Um, Mitch, I, can you turn mine up just dad? I think if we looked at this like Orange. three or four weeks ago, we'd be like, man, that's the best take he's had so far. But I think now it's... I think one of them is still around next year. I don't know. Really? You think one of them still? Yeah, I do. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're two and five. This is a big one. This big. This is a big week. Yeah. the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'd say for both of those teams <laughs> the chargers lose that game yeah there's a lot of things that are in trouble i um, saw a stat sorry justin herbert since he's gotten into the league mitchell is gonna eat this up is has lost more than any other quarterback in the nfl wow there's a pretty talented roster around him why is that 
Hey, remember when the conversation was Burrow versus Herbert? That's I think we're long past that. I think boys. We're long, I, long past. I that. Think, the Bengals are five hundred. That's true. I think. Um, Shut up, Eli. <laughs> this is like a definite. We talked about this last playoffs, but like the fact that Burrow, the conversation at the end of last year was Burrow or Mahomes, just shows how right we were. Yeah, I know. That's what made me laugh is that people were like, "Well, he's not as good as Mahomes." I was never arguing that he was good as Mahomes. <laughs> Agree with you there. <laughs> yep. All right, Eli. Yeah, speaking of the Chargers. Um, you're actually your first one was Lions finished um, below 500. It's still in play. <laughs> Mitch perked that, up on the couch. That, that is not going to happen. I'm sorry. 5 and it's 2 is play. it is still in play. It's 5 still and in 2 play. It's still in play. play. Uh Chargers get the 1 seed in the AFC. Yep. Also still in play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Well, could you tell by, by their, the numbers their record for everyone? Two and four. Probably like five and one. Oh, two and four. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, and then Bijan finishes below a thousand rushing yards. That's he, looking good. If Arthur Smith That's just decides good. not yeah. to play anyone anymore. If he just keeps totally getting a tummy ache. Yeah, last week definitely helped you. Yeah. I mean, either way, he's like only had like one game over 100 rushing yards and like usually he's like rushing for like 40 yards a game so it's not looking gonna, really possible not gonna find a bigger hater than a Bijan <laughs> than Mitch Pyatt Mitchell's three least favorite players Patrick Mahomes Justin Herbert and Bijan Robinson <laughs> <laughs> also have you guys seen the Arthur Smith videos of him talking about like not playing yeah B- it's so weird like Fantasy football lives rent free in his head. Like he's, I'm not going to play him because of fantasy football. Like you're not going to play your best players. Like, yeah, um, it's like, well, we we draft the players that are the most talented we, <laughs> for a reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> like we don't just draft like second and third stringers. It's so weird. Yeah. I'm gonna play Desmond Ritter and Johnny Smith. Junior Johnny Smith. Um, Mitchie P. Amonra is the top three fantasy wide receiver. That is looking really good right now. That's out of play. He's like the number six right now. Uh, so he's got a really divide that by up. two. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Give him fifteen <laughs> more points per week, and then he's up there. <laughs> he's looking great right now. <laughs> he is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ah. Mm, so not even six. He's eight. Oof. Well, probably people in the Bills and Bucks game went over him last night. So um, Diggs. Diggs, Diggs, Diggs is definitely above Diggs. him. You know who's number... Oh, wait. Sorry, that was projection. Oh, no. Jack. No, that's my bad. Dang it. I think he is six. I looked last He's night. six. Yep. Still not top three. Wait. Hold on. I don't have him sixth. I have him lower. One, two, three, Even better. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, yeah. He's below Adam Thielen and DJ Moore. Ninth. Whoa. Below Adam Thielen and DJ Moore. I don't know why I thought I saw six. Keenan Allen oh. above him. I'm not gonna lie, I thought I saw six too. Well, Probably just looked at it upside down. Probably was looking at it upside down. Yeah, you know how you That's are. That's a good one. Happens I, a lot. I'm always doing that. <laughs> yeah. um, always upside down. Lions one seed in the NFC. That looks po- really good. Possible. Uh, I wouldn't say it looks really good. I would say, I'd say it. it's in play. I just say it looks good. I'd say <laughs> it's in they're, play. They're what the two right now? I think it's in play. Or three, two, two or two. three. Third highest odds, and yeah, I would just say it's probably unlikely. It's in it's in play. It's in play. I think we're doing yeah, a lot of this in, in play. play. I think I know that's uh, kind of my. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's like a blanket statement because yeah. the the Lions being in play to get the the number one in the NFC is much more in play than. Um, 
whatever any of my other hot takes were. <laughs> but they're all still in play because it's possible. So I just like saying it's in play. QB does not win the MVP. What's your final take? I mean, right now it looked like Christian McCaffrey, like week five, Tyreek Hill could still do it. Yeah. Even a defensive player. I don't know, like Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa. I mean, it's not. There's two. I'd say there's two or three guys who have yeah, a. There's like legitimate chances, but like. I think it's. And there hasn't been like really like a QB that's like stuck out to be like MVP. Yeah, I, was, I think it's Mahomes is the odds on. Yeah, favorite, he's so. like the favorite, but like has he stuck out so far? No, and you know who are second and third in the odds? Um, Lamar, Tua. Uh, yeah. And then the fourth, sorry, second, I think it's Tua and Hertz are tied. And then Lamar's fourth. I have futures on Lamar and Hertz to win MVP. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And Tyreek Hill is the odds on favorite to win it, uh, offensive player of the year. And I have a future oh. on that as well. Not too shabby on the futures so far. Oh. No. They're not looking horrible. Those are in play. Um, cool. Kyler gets traded to the Falcons. I mean... Yeah. It's still in play. Anything could it, happen. It could be not in play in, in like two a few weeks. Days. Yeah, but is it a few days? I think it's Halloween, right? Yeah, that makes sense. The Tuesday after week eight. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, Gino leads the NFL in passing. Yeah, I don't know if that. Let me look. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, he could he could fifteen thousand yards today? I mean, t- Sunday. Yeah, true. No, he's nineteenth right now. Okay. Oh, man. Well. Um. Um, and then your last one was team outside of our top five in the power rankings will make the Super Bowl. What was our power rankings at the time were probably Niners, Eagles, Chiefs, Bills. Um, Niners, Eagles, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. Bengals. That's right. Yeah, I think that's it's definitely possible. I like that's not the, a very hot take, though. No, I mean, the teams that are looking good for you right now are Baltimore, Jacksonville, Miami. Yeah. And the Lions, come on. Okay. And the Lions. Um, I, guess that, I guess that's still in play. Yeah. My power, my bold takes, Vikings win the NFC North. Yeah. Not looking great there. I mean, in play. It's in sure. play so, I mean, yeah, the yeah. Vikings have won two in a row. Do we? Okay, they haven't played the Lions yet, so that's big. They play the Lions two out of the last three weeks of the season. Oh, I bet it comes down to that. That's kind of electric. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. be fun. They go Lions, Packers, Lions, their last three weeks of the season. Jeez. Um, I had Chargers winning the AFC. Yeah, I don't. You guys were very in on the Chargers yeah. at the beginning yep. of this year. <laughs> How could you not? Justin Herbert's an amazing quarterback. <laughs> they have all the talent. They have all the talent. Uh, and then my last one was Jared Goff finishes top five in MVP voting. Where is he now? He, let's, on the odds. Yeah. Let's check here. Okay, I'm looking at these MVP, like the Vegas Insider ones. It has Aaron Rodgers at like seven. So, Colt, I wouldn't use a Vegas Insider. It's so weird. I would do like FanDuel. This has got to be the worst odds. Probably the worst time to take him as MVP right now. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Seven. Goff is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth. And you said top five? Yeah. All right. Top five right now is Mahomes, Tua, Hurts, or Tide, Lamar, Josh Allen. And then it's Trevor Lawrence, Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey. 
Goff could definitely get to like six yeah, or no, seven. We're fine. Breaking that barrier is with the names is tough. I feel like those top five, even if he's even yeah. if he has like better numbers, it's just yeah. But it's still in play, I think. All right, a couple of mailbag questions before we get to the power rankings. Um, this was a funny question. Somebody said, "Is Brock Purdy still a top ten quarterback?" And I laughed a little bit when I heard that because I was like, I never thought he was a top 10 quarterback. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a rough couple of games for Brock Purdy. I think this is a fair debate to have on the pod today because we, you know, what was it, three weeks ago, um, four weeks ago after the the Cowboys game especially, we're talking about, we had a big debate about Brock Purdy and um, just had a tough couple, past couple of games. They've lost two in a row to Cleveland and Minnesota. They scored 17 points in both of those games. Um, I don't know. Where are we at on, on Purdy right now? Has anything changed? Both of these games, Debo's been out for both of them, right? Yeah. And then, I mean, okay. Are we going to make excuses already? I'm not making excuses. I never, I mean, because I don't think it was ever a secret, like, he had incredible weapons, and I think all I was, was going to say is when he doesn't have, like, Debo Samuel, Chris McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle, like, all at the same time, he struggles. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's in, still in that category of, like, he's a good player who needs good players around him to be successful. Yeah, he's not a game changer. Yeah, like, he's not the top echelon, but I still think he's... So I would even say... <laughs> This is where I would take it one one further and say he needs elite production around him. Elite playmakers mm-hmm. around him. I elite playmakers oh. to do what, though? To win the Super Bowl? <laughs> to win games. Mm. I mean, that's mm. not fair. Win games is not fair. But I, I think mm. I would say <laughs> maybe it is. <laughs> he hasn't had his whole elite lineup and he lost last two games. So maybe you're right. Yeah, I would say he needs elite production to win. Just to win. Hmm. You know? Yeah. So that's kind of where I think... I don't think it's fair necessarily to lump, necessarily to lump him in with the guys like... Because you're lumping him in with guys like Kirk, if you're saying it's that. Because Kirk is not a game changer. But I don't think that's fair to guys like Kirk. I think, though, Kirk needs elite production around him to win. I mean... Um, I mean, they just beat the Niners without Justin Jefferson. Yeah, but would you consider? Yeah, <laughs> so I would, I would say that they're, I would say that the Niners have better the 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 game that they just played on Monday night. I would say the Niners have better skill position and a much much better defense, and the Vikings won that game. Yeah, that's probably true. I'd still put him. I think he's 15, around fifteen for me. I have no idea where he is for me, but he's certainly outside the top ten. I'm gonna do. A, let's do quarterback tiers. One of the next podcasts. Let's see where they rank, but yeah, I I, I don't know. That's my uh, that's kind of where I stand on him. Um, Eagles trade for Kevin Byer. Are the I don't really you know we we don't we're not all twenty two grinders, so we're not going to break down Kevin Byer in seven different ways or what he does for that Eagles defense. I think it's good for them to grab a safety. Um, are the Titans going to be sellers? I think that's the question that came to my mind from this. Like Tannehill and Derrick Henry, are they next? I've heard Tannehill. People are definitely interest, interested in Henry. 
um, Ravens and the Cowboys. Um, I just don't know. How much do you get for him? Like, what's the price on Tannehill? What's the price on Henry? Is it... I mean, it can't be more than what McCaffrey got, right? Like... Oh, it's way less. That's what I was going to say. It's got to be less. Yeah, for, for Henry. Yeah, like a fourth and a fifth, maybe? Yeah, I don't even know if it's that. I th- teams are so picky with their picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what I did there, picky with their picks. That's I like that. That's um, I don't think they would give up for what Henry is right now. Especially if it's, what, what were the teams they mentioned? Bills and the Cowboys? Uh, No, Ravens and the Cowboys. Ravens and Cowboys. Like, he's just an extra piece for them, right? That's kind of why they would... For the Ravens, he'd be a pretty... I think he'd be a pretty big piece. I mean, he'd be their starting running back. Yeah, but do the... I would say the Ravens' offense runs more through Lamar. Oh, totally. with Derrick Henry. Totally, but then he becomes a vocal point on the offense, though, I think. Yeah. He's probably the best skill position play. Like, I, I think splitting... Taking away some carries from Lamar is probably in their best interest if they're yeah. trying to make a Super Bowl run because that's kind of been the theme the last few seasons is Lamar misses out on some later games. And they've definitely like taken carries away from him this year. But yeah, I think they'd rather they want him to be more passing and use his legs secondary. Yeah. yeah. But. And they like running the ball and they're ro- they're rolling with Justice Hill and Gus Edwards. Yeah, exactly. So I so. think Henry would be pretty important but yeah i think a fourth and a fifth is probably around what he gets maybe a third just i still think that's too much but i think maybe like just a fourth just a fourth all right next question um this is one that we were going to talk about last week but because we didn't do a pod last week um i wanted to bring it up this week olympic flag football Mm. So the flag football is coming to the Olympics in 2028, I believe, is the next. Yeah, Olympics. Los Angeles. Is it in Los Angeles? Because I think we have a summer games next summer, Every... but it's not going to be in that one. Yeah. It's in the 2028 Olympics in in, in LA. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's talk about it. What are our and and apparently the NFL is encouraging teams to. Are encouraging players to play in the Olympics, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Um, because it's in the summer, I'm guessing, right? Like it wouldn't. Yeah, and I mean, it's not physically taxing like a NFL. Like if we you were playing actual, right? You uh, know, one guy's gonna like tear an ACL, yeah. and it's gonna be a real big bummer. Like Edwin but, Diaz in the World Baseball Classic or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. But um, okay, let's do. Uh, I wonder if there's there's probably some. Not collusion because it makes it sound bad, but there's probably some sort of deal between the NFL and the Olympics or something like that. Because I know with like in the Winter Olympics with hockey, is like everyone expects like Canada to be super good, but like none of the hockey players want to play because mm-hmm. they get hardly any. I don't think they. I mean, they might not even get money for the Olympics, and it's in the middle of the season and too. In the middle of the season, and I mean, they're not playing flag hockey. Like yeah. they're like, why would we beat ourselves up, not gain anything, and so I, I think, I think there's partnerships trying to make the Olympics uh, more popular and, and bigger. Yeah, I think it. You know, I I think it's I think it's a good thing. I'd love to see, I'd love to see NFL players play flag football against other countries. Yeah, I think it'd be really fun. Um, okay, so here are a couple of the teams that got submitted. 
Um, I like Mitchell's team a lot too. Yeah, yeah I'll give Mitch in a minute. Um, but uh, the the more the most popular ones were some combination of you know Mahomes, um, Eli through Josh Allen's in there, of course. Um, <laughs> but then it was like McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, uh, Devin A. Chain. Eli threw that in there. I like that. I just speed. I just threw in speed. Uh, Devonte Adams. Um, I think I already said Christian McCaffrey. Um, Jeremiah Guest said George Kittle, uh, just for the blocking. Which George would be just really funny. He'd like try to block a bunch people. of people. Yeah. <laughs> like um, Reed Morgan said Jameis. Would <laughs> be hilarious. Dre Archer. That's what Mitchell, Mitchell said. Mitchell also had Dre Archer on there. It's just um, fast. Tyreek DK. DK would be very good at flex. And then uh, Sam Laporta. Which I agree with Sam Laporta. Throw him in there. Um, <laughs> oh, Laporta. Yeah, Laporta. Uh, Mitch, your team quarterback Lamar. I like it. Do you remember your whole team? Yep. Go ahead. Pretty sure. Go ahead. Let's see. So I did Lamar, Dre Archer, Tyreek Hill, Delaney Walker was my tight Delaney end. Delaney Walker was your tight end. And then my last receiver was Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. I like it. Just super fast. Yeah. That's what I'd be worried about. Like, what if, like, I saw, like, what if Jamaica just got a bunch of guys who run a 4-2? That was my favorite comment on all those posts. <laughs> <laughs> They're just really it's fast. Like, <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, uh, you know, everyone expects the USA to dominate, but what happens if Jamaica just trains up some <laughs> some of their track runners to play flag football? Just run straight and get someone who can throw it far. <laughs> yeah. Is there anyone else that we would who else would be fun to watch? Hmm. Anthony Richardson. DeAnthony Thomas. Yeah, prime DeAnthony Thomas would be electric. Marcus Mariota. I think Lamar's more fun. Michael Vick. Yeah, he's probably the number one answer for like prime quarterback in flag football. Yeah, I think Kyler would really soar because he has no O line he has to look over. True, that's so yeah. much more vision. He can see the True. whole field better. He might be able to run through between people's legs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, Vic is Vic had Vic had a cannon. Mm-hmm. You get there at like seventy yards. Yeah, he might be the answer. Um, all right. Second half sleeper teams slash players. Mm. Um, for teams, I think Cincinnati, Sleeping Giant. Um, preview to power rankings, I have them a lot higher than everyone else. Um, I also think does Houston count as a sleeper team? We've t- we love Houston here. Yeah, I think we probably have Houston higher than most people do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they they would count as a sleeper. I think. I th- I st- I think kind of the Rams are too. Yeah. I, what's their defense? But I mean, it, I they're gonna make the playoffs, right? I don't. They're okay. I told you guys this. Um, between the Vikings, Falcons, Saints, Commanders, Rams, Bucks. Two of those teams are going to make the playoffs. Who do you think out of those teams would are going to make it? Let's say it again. So, uh, Saints, Falcons, Commanders, Vikings, Bucks, Rams. Well, 
I think the Falcons are probably going to win that division. Yeah, that's what I would say. So then it leaves that one spot. And right now that spot is the Vikings would get it. So that's that's the playoff picture right now is it's Eagles 1, Lions, Niners, Falcons are your division winners. Seahawks, Cowboys are the 5 and 6. And then the Vikings are the 7 seed, which is wild. They're 3 and 4. And then the Rams, Buccaneers, Commanders, and Saints are also all tied at three and four. So that's kind of what you're saying is right, Cole? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say that, I mean, all signs point to the Falcons winning that division right now, which is wild because they've been really bad lately. But their defense is really good. I think that's what really, I think that's been an underrated. They're third in yards allowed per game right now, the Ravens and the Browns. Do you, I, I still have faith in the Vikings. I think it's because we've seen it before. Yeah, do I you think, have. Do you have more faith in them or the Rams? Yeah, because I think they're both really similar teams in that they they want to be able. Their offense is what's their best part of their team, so they want to be able to outscore a team. And it's just do you trust Stafford, Puka, and Cup more than you do Kirk, Addison, Hawkinson, Jefferson when he comes back? Well, and listen to the listen to the Vikings' losses. So they lose to the Buccaneers, which not a great loss now, but you know, they lose a three point game. They lose a close game to the Eagles on Thursday night. They lost a close game to the Chargers, and then they lost to the Chiefs. So they're not bad losses. No. They play the they listen to their next three games Packers, Falcons, Saints. All all teams in that mix. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's gonna be pretty big for the vikings yeah up. yeah i think probably two or three of these teams are gonna fall out of it pretty soon i just don't think there's a whole lot of talent in that mix but commanders would be my guess to fall out pretty yeah. quickly yeah yeah they look like they're struggling isn't it wild though that if the commanders just beat the bears on that thursday night then they're four and three in, mm-hmm. in the seven seed right now like in the driver's seat for the seven seed yeah, for sure. And even like the Saints too. They they lose to the Packers by one. Like if they win that game, they're four and three. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think another I mean, I'm gonna still say the Chargers. <laughs> for like sleeper teams. Sleeper teams. Yeah, I have a hard time <laughs> disagreeing with you because <laughs> I'm enslaved to that idea as well. You guys are addicted. You're addicted to the Chargers. We are. Um, I mean, yeah, we have them like 18th in our power rankings. That's hard to, uh, it's hard to quit right there. (laughs) (laughs) What's their schedule look like? Indianapolis is kind of going to fall out. I I was, I was just thinking about them, um, because Richardson's out the season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't believe in them like super long term. Oh, me neither. What about sleepers, like fantasy players for the rest of the way? Mm. Um, I think ETN. ETN is running is running back number three right now. I think he's been having quietly a really good season. Um, this is this is like a mega sleeper. Um. But so Donta Foreman just had a big game for the Bears, and he he was like the third string running back when Kyler Herbert and Roshan Johnson were healthy. Um, and then he they gave him one game, and he did 
like way better than either of them yeah he had ever out. done and which he's done this the last few years is he just hops around teams and then does really well and i think people are just scared to like sign him for more than one year just because he's he hasn't really done it for too long i guess and he's he's already in his late 20s but um I mean, the Bears don't have anything. They don't really know anything for certain. Like, I think I think there's a shot they could just kind of. I mean, they'll probably still try to split. I think Roshan Johnson's back this week, but um, I think Foreman's a guy who's probably sitting on a lot of waivers, and I think there's a chance that he could be like a flex play for the rest of the season at least. Mm-hmm. A chance. I like uh, Marquise Brown too. If Kyler comes back, if Kyler comes back. Yeah, he was like the wide receiver one. Was it last year? Do the first eight games until Kyler like got top hurt 10 or something? Yeah, yeah. He was I certainly like top. I think he was like top five. Maybe. I think that's so wild about Kyler, and I'm I try not to be super biased about him because he's on like my dynasty team. But I mean, if you look at his, he was he was the QB like one through um the first I think like ten weeks of the season that he played nine weeks of the season he was I think he was the quarterback like one or two he finished the year. Last year he played eleven games. He was the quarterback nineteen. Jeez, yeah, that's insane. The quarterback nineteen. He only played eleven games, and one of them he got hurt. So we played ten games, and it was the quarterback nineteen last year. So and Marquise Brown was was really good when when uh, I think uh, it was healthy. So the tough thing for them is they're is just staying healthy because they're so small. <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally no true. Um, little guys. All right, World Series is set. Rangers Diamondbacks not the most intriguing matchup um I was I was rooting for the Diamondbacks but at the same time like Rangers Phillies would have been a little more enticing to watch at least Astros too would have been I would no I'm really glad it's the Rangers I'm glad it's the Rangers too but I think viewership wise Phillies Astros would have but that's a rematch same matchup as last year um it was interesting too we got a mailbag question that was like Rangers obviously like really high payroll like they went out and spent um spent money they get the you know Corey Seager Marcus Semien they hit bombs they went out and got Scherzer like they and DeGrom like they just they just were like we're we're going for it we're going to spend as much money as we possibly can Mm -hmm. Diamondbacks the exact opposite low payroll developed like guys like Corbin Carroll um I don't think they expected this year to well so this is the point that this guy made that um, they they were the fifty four percent, and I was like, "Gosh dang it, I hate that! <laughs> I hate that." Um, so yeah, it kind of just I don't know the 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 question was just basically like, you know, the World Series is Rangers Diamondbacks, two very different strategies to get there. Diamondbacks, you know, high payroll versus low payroll. Mariners are probably going to look at that and be like, "See, Mariners fans." We can make the World Series with <laughs> no payroll. Like all we have to do is get in, and anything can happen once we get in. Like you guys need to be patient, and it's I don't know that killed me a little bit inside because I hadn't really been thinking about it like that. But that's definitely how the Mariners are are going to spin it. So yeah, I think this the moral of the like baseball. Once you get in the playoffs, it's anyone's game. Like if your pitching is good and your bats get hot, like anyone can do. It. Like I think the Diamondbacks lost five less games than us. Yeah. Um, five more games than us. Sorry. Um, five less wins. Yeah, five less wins is what I meant to say. Um, but also the thing is they traded for a piece at the deadline. Our guy Seawald. They traded for Christian Walker in the off season. Um, and Goriel. Like they made 
They yeah. traded Christian Walker at four. And like they made moves in the offseason and at the deadline. And we didn't make a move at the deadline that could have helped us like that. And I think that was a big part. Um, but yeah, I think baseball, I really do think it's once you get in there, it's really anyone's game. Um, I'll go Rangers and six. I want seven, so I'm going to say D-backs and seven. D-backs and six. Rangers and seven. There you go. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do our power rankings. One through 32. We got our power rankings. Not just one through 10 today. One through 32. Um, These are our consensus power rankings. Uh, We have Kansas City number one. Two guys had Kansas City number two. Reed and Mitch put Kansas City number two and had Philadelphia one. Shocker, Reed had Philadelphia number one. (laughs) Reed and Mitch had Philadelphia. That's a shocker. Um, If we have Philly two. So those are consensus one and two. Um, Let's see here. San Francisco is three. They're either three or four on everyone's power rankings. Baltimore is number four. Mitch is the only one that has them outside of the top four. Did you not mean to do that, Mitch? Yeah, hold on. This is what I meant to do. Okay. We all have them in the top four. So our top four are unanimous. Nice. We all have, and it's two AFC teams and two NFC teams. Yeah, balanced. That's all so, it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Kansas City, Philly, San Francisco, Baltimore. Um, any any gripes with that? I'm assuming no, just because we all have them. We in all have them order. in some order. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rather have. I'd rather be Baltimore. I think than San Francisco right now, personally. But. Well, yeah, that makes sense because you picked them to be. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just I think Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would, I would disagree, but that's okay. It's okay. Um, almost unanimous number five. Three of us have Jacksonville number five. Um, a weird season for Jacksonville because a couple of weeks ago they were pretty far down in our power rankings. Um, what do we? I don't know. Jacksonville, they're they're five and two now. They lose that game when they lost that game to the te- to the Texans and they were one and two. I think there's a little bit of panic, and now they've routed off four wins in a row. Um, they play the Steelers this week and then a big game against the Niners the week after. So I think that's going to be interesting to kind of see where the Jaguars are at. But there seemed to be a lot of panic around the Jaguars after week two or after week three when they when they went one and two. Um, we have Miami at at six. Cole and Eli, pretty low on Miami. Yeah, um, I have them at eight. Um, I just, I think it's kind of the same old story with them. I think they're going to score a lot of points against bad teams, and then when they're playing a good physical team, it's going to be real tough for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was I have them at eight as well, and that was the same exact thing. It's like they just they can beat up on the mediocre and bad teams, but yeah, yeah. I honestly, I think the reason why. I had them at six is because I feel like the teams that they're going to have trouble with are really only those top four. Yeah, that's a fair point. But yeah. but um, you guys are right. I don't know if they can really compete with them the same way that these some of the other teams even can. So Yeah, especially when the weather gets colder and they got it becomes more of a physical game and they're in their Those Miami uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mitch, you have the Bills at five. That's high even for me. Bills are. <laughs> I mean, they look like a good team. Like, their games that they've lost, 
they didn't look good, but it's also been close. Like the Jets game, they lost on a punt return. Pretty yeah, sure they lose, they've lost their they lost to the Patriots. Yeah, that was a bad loss, but I still kind of hold them high because like we know what they can do, and I think that's what I'm setting it on for the Bills, and that's I don't. This isn't a gripe with Mitch, but what have the Bills done? They made an AFC Championship game three years ago, and they had a fun game against the Chiefs, who lost the next game. Like, what have they done to be like, oh, this is a Super Bowl contending team? They've won. They went to one AFC Championship game and they got blown out in that game. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. Like, they have a really good quarterback. They have a really fun quarterback. Um, fun or good? Good. He's good. He's really good, <laughs> okay. and he's fun. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that sounded like a. You're like, yeah. oh, they got this guy. He's cool to watch, I guess. But, <laughs> but like, their defense hasn't held up. I don't. I just. I don't know. I just feel like because of those, they've had really fun games. They they haven't done a whole lot in the playoffs. That like, yeah. I mean, they won. They've won thirteen games two out of the last three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. So I would. I would argue that they're they're right there every year. Um. And I think they've won playoff games in each of the last like three seasons. So that would kind of be where, like, that's a better track record than most teams. You know, like who are you gonna who are you comparing them to? Right, like the Chiefs. I'd say they had the Chiefs and the Bengals. Right, I was and, gonna, that was kind of gonna be my point. It was like they've done really well, but they basically just showed that like they're probably the third best team when all those teams are hot. That's what I think. That's what my point is. I think. I'd re- I'm willing to give Cincinnati and Kansas City the benefit of the doubt. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm willing to give Buffalo the benefit of the doubt every time. Yeah, I mean the they're they're a little bit longer of sustained success than the like they have a couple more years of being good than the Bengals do. Yeah, but I think the Bengals have been better. True, but when they went to the Super Bowl, they were twelve or they were ten and seven. Yeah, and then they only win twelve games last year and lose in the conference or in the conference what championship AFC championship. so yeah I mean I, I would agree that the Bengals are like when their both teams are playing at their peaks like the Bengals would probably be better but they're the third best team like who are you gonna you can't argue the Ravens against them so no, you probably can't yeah I mean and I also think it's a little bit of fatigue with the Chiefs like we're just trying to we're trying to find teams in the AFC that can take down the Chiefs so but the, I, I, I think they have earned the benefit of the doubt. I've been, I guess for the regular season, it's a different animal too. Um, maybe they've earned the benefit of the doubt in the regular season. Um, we have Detroit at eight. Eli highest on them at five. I was a little surprised by this. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think, I mean, I like to try to talk crap on them. But I, I, deep down, I do think they're pretty good actually. Yeah, a tough tough game last week. I think if we did this before the Ravens game, they're probably unanimously top five. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this game was kind of a wake-up call for a lot of people being like, okay, what happened in that game? And I'm honestly not even totally sure myself. Like, that's just that was just a weird game. It seemed like they kind of let, let it get out of control pretty early. And Yeah, if they if that game was to a team outside of, like, the top our top four i had baltimore i have baltimore at three like i think i would probably punish them a little bit more for it but 
Yeah, I mean, if we were talking before, like, the last week's game, I was probably going to put them two or three. Yeah. Probably two. I think that would have been way too high, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but it's also oh, amazing. Mitch would have put them at two. That's crazy. That. That's wild. So the, the bummer about for them is I'm looking at their schedule. They they really don't play anyone that good. Really? For the rest of the season. You want to hear their, their rest of the season? Let's do it. They go Raiders on Monday night. Chargers, who aren't good. so raiders chargers bears packers saints bears broncos vikings cowboys vikings yeah until that last three maybe and are the vikings good yeah like they're three and four yeah if the vikings get rolling and have justin jefferson those last three games like but they just that's just a dangerous stretch when they just don't play they just don't play a ton of people, so yeah. I, I'm I'm struggling to find what we're going to learn about the the Lions from week nine till week sixteen. Like, if they don't win all those games, it's going to be a disappointment. Yeah, and that's just I I don't like that when you when you're watching the game. Like, if the like okay, let's say you know they have a Thursday night game against the Packers. I think it's Thanksgiving actually. Thursday game against the Packers. They beat the Packers on Thanksgiving. Everyone goes crazy. And then the next week, they like lay an egg to the New Orleans Saints. And we're like, are the, are the Lions even that good? Like, who have they beaten? And we look at their past couple schedules. <laughs> like, what? They they can't beat any of the good teams they play. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of what we're going to be like with the Lions all season is, yeah, they're a good team. They're going to win the division. But are they really that good? Yeah, it's tough because, yeah, with that schedule coming up, it's like a lose-lose for them. Like, they could win out, and then it would be like, okay, like they are good, but like they haven't really been tested. Right. And then if they drop a couple of those games, which they're likely to do, just because that's the NFL, like then we're going to punish them for it. Exactly. Yeah. They could definitely be a little bit like the Vikings last year. They're, they could win 12, 13 games, win the division, but then wild card game, you either have to play Seattle or Dallas, probably. Yeah, that could be a upset alert for sure. Um, Cole, you are so we have. Uh, Detroit at eight is our consensus. Eli was highest on them at five. Cole lowest on them in a l- at ten. We have Dallas at nine. That's- Mitchell just looked at me so disapprovingly when <laughs> he said that. Detroit at ten. Um, we have Dallas at nine. Cole's lowest on them at eleven. Everyone else has them at nine. Uh, Seattle at ten. Cole is highest on them at number seven. And then Cincinnati goes all the way up to number eleven. Cole, you have them six. Yeah, I didn't. I have them pretty high. Um, like I said before, I think they they've earned the benefit of the doubt for me. Um, yeah, I'm biased. I like Joe Burrow a lot. Um, I'm betting this is a preview to my picks. I'm betting. I think they have a real good shot to win against San Francisco. I think if they win that, then I think they're probably. I think most. I think everyone else probably has them around six, right? Like. If they beat San Francisco, they'll yeah. be they'll be top five. Yeah. So um, we'll see what happens this week. Um, I think it'll be a really fun game. Um, they play San Francisco and then Buffalo. Yeah. So we'll 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 know what they are, really are for after this. Two. And that Buffalo game Sunday night. Oh, that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be an awesome game. November. Right, will you be back, Eli? Oh no. Oh, I might, I might not. Will you be either, on an airplane? Either get back Sunday night or Monday morning. Oh no. Bummer. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you should be able to watch it at the hotel. Yeah, I can yeah. watch it, but I won't be with the boy. <laughs> be with your family. <laughs> be with my family. They don't watch football. 
Eli, no, bup, 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 Josh Allen has the ball. <laughs> Everyone be quiet. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and then they play, then they play Houston, and then man, they're look that's a this, tough schedule. Look at this stretch for the Bengals. Man, that's why the the loss to the Titans and oh, that's just brutal. They play so they go San Francisco, Buffalo, Houston, Thursday night at the Ravens. Those are all four tough games. Pittsburgh. That's another tough game. Jacksonville on Monday night. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's gauntlet. Jeez. That's tough. That is tough. If they I mean, if they only drop like if they only drop like one of those though, then that's six games. I would say they need to go three and three. Yeah, I think you have to be around five hundred. Who do they have after that? Indy, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Cleveland. That's still not even. No, they're still tough ones. But see, there. that's that's kind of the, your point, Cole. Like they've earned the benefit of the doubt. Where if they make the playoffs with this schedule, I'm still going to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Win a couple games. Like yeah. I think they can outdo. I think they. Have, I think they're in the category where if they're playing their best, they can beat anyone. And I think that's not a lot of teams. I would agree. Um. We can kind of let's see. We're all pretty. We have Cleveland twelve, and we're all pretty similar with Cleveland. Um, we're all also pretty similar. With Pittsburgh at thirteen. This is where I I really think there's a clear twelve good teams. Yeah. In, in the NFL right now, like I would say, Cleveland's good. They're not fun to watch. Um, their yeah. offense is really really clunky, but man, that defense is really good. So they're a good team. Yeah. The fact that we have Pittsburgh at almost a consensus at 13. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> that's disgusting. I mean, after that, it just gets really bad. Um, so we Cleveland there. Minnesota climbs all the way up to 14. Reed was the lowest by far on them at 22, which it checks out. Reed's never really been a believer in Minnesota. And um, I think he filled them out before. He might fill them out before they beat the Niners. So... I think he did it after. Oh, really? Also, having maybe we we should we probably shouldn't rip Reed's power hands too much because he's not here to defend him. Yeah, the fact that he has Indianapolis fourteen is kind of crazy. They are not that good. No. Um, One thing I will say about Minnesota was I was going to have him at like twenty, but then I looked at their losses and yeah, that's why I had him. They pretty I, much only lost to really good teams. I just changed them because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we. I think we when they were started zero and three. I think everyone kind of wanted them to be bad mm-hmm. just because of last year. Um, so now they're just the way that they've played the past couple weeks, especially that beating that Niners team. Yeah, um, that's a big win. Yeah. Um, Houston at 15, which is still crazy to me that we have them <laughs> that high. Um, we just like a lot. I think we just all like a lot of their players and their coach and stuff. Like, and they were, I mean. And they're fun. Like, Yeah, they've been. I mean, they're awful. They're three and three. Yeah, Yeah. they've been (laughs) they've been awful for so many years, and now they're yeah they're they're five hundred and they look decent. They're 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 three and three, like beating Jacksonville pretty handily, beating Pittsburgh handily. They lose a really tough game to Atlanta that that they they drove down and scored to win the game. Yeah, they lose to like that indie loss I think was a little bit weird cuz that was when Richardson had just a really good game and I don't know they their two losses at the beginning of the season were to Lamar and Anthony Richardson when those two just balled out. Yeah. Um they get Carolina this week, then Tampa Bay. I think we're really like those that Tampa Bay game and then Cincinnati are going to be games where we find out a little bit more about them, but guys, I think I think Houston's going to make the playoffs. 
So listen, they play Carolina, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, then Arizona, Jacksonville, Denver, Jets, Titans, Browns, Titans, Colts. Yeah, that's definitely the only thing that's a little you're betting on either then the Bengals and either the Bills, Browns, or Steelers not two of those teams not making the playoffs. See, I think the the and the AFC North will eat each other up a little bit. Yeah. If they get to uh, I mean, okay, the there are that three wins right now. Yeah. Just okay, Carolina, Arizona, Denver, Jets, Titans, one of the Titans and the Colts, that's 9 wins. Yeah. Yeah. I think 9 wins gets them a pretty good chance. That's wild if they make the playoffs. That would be wild. Good for them. Yeah. Um we have the Rams at 16. Cole Lewis on them at 20. Uh Atlanta at 17. See, this is just where it, like I it's just a jumble. It's it's yeah. They've all beaten each other too. <laughs> like that's, like, that's a tough thing. It's gotten to the point where you can't just go like, oh, well, they beat them. It's like, well, because yeah. that team also beat that. And if you, yeah. Yeah. You got uh, the Chargers at 18, Colts at 19, which the Colts are hanging up there again because Reed has them pretty high. Eli has the Chargers at 13. Yeah. Eli does have yeah, the Chargers. Yeah. Eli does have the Chargers. <laughs> Reed has them at 15. That's not that much different. <laughs> Uh, Tampa Bay 20, Jets 21, New Orleans 22. Almost unanimous on New Orleans at 22. That feels right. There's 22. They yeah. are the 22nd best team. <laughs> and the 22nd most fun team to watch. Yeah, probably 32nd. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Kamara, have you guys seen Kamara's numbers? Against, ever, compared to McCaffrey, that thing? Actually, I have not seen that, but oh. I, that really interests me. But ever since Kamara's come back, he's been he's, he's been classic Kamara yeah he's still a stud yeah it's it's been insane I have him in like two different leagues and I auto drafted him both times <laughs> one of them was a complete auto draft league and the other one was I didn't realize how short the clock was and in both leagues I was able to hang on and now I'm like really glad I got Kamara because he's gotten he's got me like at least 20 points like pretty much every week yeah him and McCaffrey have almost the identical stats career-wise that's pretty wild yeah very similar players Tennessee all all of us have them at 23 that feels right too. Yeah, they're the twenty third best team. Washington, New England, um, Las Vegas. Who like those three teams are just so annoying. Yeah, because they're gonna beat. They're gonna win games, but yeah. they're not good. Like yeah. New England just beat Buffalo, but we know that they're not. It's not like they're gonna win out, and make the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Well, and Washington is one. Washington's three and four, and we have them all the way down in the late twenties because we're just like, yeah, they're just not a good team. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last bottom is uh, Denver Giants, Bears, Cardinals, Panthers. What a fall for the Cardinals! Yeah, bummer. I think I I was listening to part of my take talk about it, and they're like, I think we overrate them a little bit because of their Cowboys win. And I started thinking about it. I was like, yeah, we definitely yeah, we <laughs> Like, no, but they beat the Cowboys. <laughs> no, they're bad. Um, all right. Anything else on the power rankings? This one might have been harder than the last one. It's not getting any easier. No. That's for sure. It's not getting any easier. Um, all right. Let's do stock up, stock down, and then we'll do our picks to finish it out. Anyone got stock up or stock down? I've got a couple, so. I can give you guys time to think about them. Yeah, go for it. Uh, stock up sports. Nice. Awesome. Um, the sports equinox is on Monday. Ah, uh, awesome. 
all four major sports in the U.S. being played on the same day. It's only happened like 11 other times in history or something like that. So we have a Monday night football game, a World Series game, and then NBA and NHL regular season are all being played at the same time. So that rocks. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Just a good, great, I would say. Not just a good sports watching day, a great sports watching day. So I have a stock down. Hmm. Super fans or college football super fans. Yeah. Um, is his name Connor Stallions? Yeah. Um, Michigan super fan who became, ended up on the staff. Yeah. Um, steal, was the guy pretty much stealing the signs. Um, I saw a video of him today. Um, it's their game versus Ohio State. And CJ Stroud stops and they get the call from the sideline. And you see him on the sideline, Connor Stallion on Michigan's, like looking at them getting the sign. And then as soon as he does, he whispers into the air and they change the play. That's wild. So he has a 550-page Word document called the Michigan Manifesto about how to take Michigan football back to the top. It's And he's probably going to get for sure kicked out. I don't know, arrested or not. Probably not arrested. But Dave Portnoy said he'd hire him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's he's such like, a Barstool Portnoy thing. Yeah, he's like he has a job at uh, – because Dave's a big Michigan guy. He's a Michigan man. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't uh, – I th- I like that angle of the story better because I think talking about the sign stealing is like the most boring thing totally. of all time. I like I watch I listen to a couple of college football shows just during the week because this college football season has been awesome. Um, and like all of them did twenty minutes at the top of Michigan sign stealing. I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, I could care less. Yeah, it's only because they're undefeated and have beat every team that they just need to find some way to talk about Michigan being bad. Um, I have another stock up. Nice. Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Next Friday, which is a bummer for Eli because Eli's gone next Friday. But next Friday, the OG map returns. Um, so we're going back to back to the beginning of Fortnite, um, getting the squads ready. Eli, I was thinking about this. Besides me and besides you and for me, bes- like for you, besides me, who do you think we've played the most Fortnite games with? That's an interesting question. Right. Because gut reaction is Brandon. Gut reaction is Brandon, but we played with Dylan for a long time. We did. Reed Morgan, maybe. Reed Morgan a lot too. He was always like he was always like the fourth, I felt like. Yeah, and I forget that remember we played like during um COVID, I think, even still we did like some death runs. Remember how many like we played a lot of death runs late at night. You remember that, Mitch? Yeah. Yeah. Mitch is up there. I was going to say, Mitch is definitely up there. Corny or Loki. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't heard that name in a while. That was a great 1930. <laughs> Corny or Loki, 1930. <laughs> um, yeah, I still think it is Brandon. But I might also be thinking like COD time too, you know? Plus, yeah. also, when we played with Dylan, we were all still in high school, so we didn't, like, grind as much. That's true. That was just kind of like, oh, after school, let's play a couple games before we have to run to sports or something. Yeah. But, but like, freshman year of college <laughs> was 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, <laughs> I can play Fortnite as long as I want. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> There's no one to tell me to go to bed. <laughs> oh, man. Those were the days. I'm excited for them to bring it back. Me too. Um, I have, I have a stock down. Oh no! Um, 
so the so the Saudi Pro League, that whole wave of like the Saudi Arab like the Saudi Arabian um Soccer or golf? Soccer, sorry. sorry. No, you're good. Um yeah. So the Saudi Pro League with soccer, they were paying like oogles of money to I like that word. To thank you. To guys that were like thirty, you know, guys that were like just outside of their prime. Uh, luring them over with tons of cash. Um, the amount of, like, the players getting all the money they were promised is another conversation. There's a lot of cases where they end up, like, suing because they just don't get paid, which is kind of funny. Um, but no one comes to their games. Um, yeah, I heard one. There was this guy. He was the captain of Liverpool for a long time. He was, I think he was their captain when they um, they won the Premier League and the Champions League, and they had, like, one of the best statistical Premier League seasons ever. He's a good player. He's like 31. Um, and they, they, I read some article and um, there was like like 500 people that went to their game. And that was like one of the bigger ones. Mm. Oof. Um, and then I, I think these numbers, I don't even know if these numbers are true because these are really low, but I looked up Saudi Pro League attendance. Um, and this is, but this is the season. And I, I think it's been going for a couple months. Um, and so their capacities, like they build a bunch of big stadiums. So the, um, the top three have over 60,000 capacity. Um, and the, the highest average, uh, this is King Abdullah sports city for all hit, hitty hod, club, which I think they just won the league last year. Anyway, they averaged 26. Yikes. 26 average attendees. Yikes. 26 people? 26. Yikes. They average 26. And again, that sounds very, very low. But even if it was 2,600, that's still really low. Yeah. 26,000 would be like kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. 26,000 even. Yeah. Is less than half. And I know it's not 26,000 because their total spectators is 128. (laughs) Is it, are you sure this isn't like in millions? Twenty six. Okay, it is a comma. It is twenty five thousand. Okay, <sighs> thank goodness. <laughs> but still, having a capacity of sixty two thousand, averaging less than half. Yeah, yeah, that's still bad. Um, I'm trying to. F- I want to find the club that. It's not as bad as twenty six people. No, but <laughs> twenty six. That's why I was like, oh, not really low. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> the numbers are really tiny. Um, I think. The team that Ronaldo plays for averages twenty thousand. Ronaldo. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> they're getting less than fifty percent attendance, and those are the those are like the those are like the top three or four teams are getting like around twenty thousand average. The rest are less than ten thousand. Dang. Yeah. Also, Ronaldo, not Ronaldo, Neymar towards ACL. No bummer. He's out the year he's on a saudi team too yeah dang all right any others i don't think so stock up it's snowing a bogus oh so yeah <laughs> yeah all right let's get to our picks cole had a good week he's killing us right now i'm a little nervous i'm trying to keep my eyes forward and not start looking back um yeah just take it one week at a time He's twenty two, eleven and two. Really, really good. 
I um, wish I'd been betting on these instead of my other stuff. <laughs> but actually, and I was I was right there with Cole, and then I lost all my picks last week. You and Mitch were both. I think you were. You might have been both in front of me. I know we had some bad weeks last week. Yep, um, went from five and zero to zero and five. Yep. So me and Mitch are eighteen, sixteen, and one. Last week I procrastinated my picks and I filled them in in the car on the way back home from church Sunday morning, and I just I just took picks that you guys all took that I liked. And a lot of the picks were like the same, and so it was. I had like for each like for each category, I had like two games to choose from, and um, I I think I got like one right maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Eli is in the dumpster. Yeah. Fourteen twenty and one. Yeah. Eli, you getting the shoulders ready to carry Cole's bag? Hey, I'm only one game behind Reed. It's true. As a podcast, we're still above five hundred. Eighty seven, eighty two, and six. Nice. Yeah. I'm, we should bet on us instead of the ones the par, ten leg parlays we make before. <laughs> yep. No, we probably should. Um, all right, locks. Uh, Cole, we have the same one. Hey, how about uh, that? We have Houston minus three against the Panthers. Um, yeah, I kind of the same thing that you thought. I was like, I think Houston will win this game. So I like Houston. I don't like Carolina. Yep. So uh, Reed has Minnesota as a pick'em against Green Bay. And then Mitch and Eli, you guys both have Jacksonville minus two and a half um, against the Steelers. Worry you a little bit, the Steelers being underdogs at home. Mike Tomlin is very good as an underdog. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was a little worried, but I think Jacksonville's getting hot. And I think, I think the Steelers are just a little bit stagnant. I mean, I think they're going to, you know, win by three or four. Don't got much of an so. opinion on that. Yeah, thing. well, you do hope so. Um, all right, Cole, Mitch, and Eli, you guys all have Cincinnati. Oh, I don't like that. In this game, all at different lines, too. I have it at four right now. But what did that five and a half earlier? In the I got week? it at five and a half, yeah. yeah. So Cole and Eli have it at five and a half. Mitch only gets it at four, I think because of Sam Darnold, right? Yeah. So. yeah. Um, so it is, looks like it's going to be Sam Darnold instead of Brock Purdy this week. This is huge for the Brock Purdy haters this week. Yeah. Darnold. Like, this is your Super Bowl, Jack. Yeah, no, this is pretty big. <laughs> yep. You and Matthew Johnson are like... But I don't even think... I don't even... Sam Darnold is not a... Like, I don't think Brock Purdy's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think... Sam Darnold's awful. Uh, he's pretty bad. I think they're similar. I think it's because Sam Darnold has been on teams where they're like, like when he was at the Panthers, they're yeah. like, you have DJ Moore, but that's it. And like, that's kind of where I. He'll be really interesting this week. Yeah, it'll be really interesting. Yeah, actually, I bet he does all right. I think that's my most my most so. excited game to watch. Is that that's a two twenty five game? Nice. We'll be home for that. We have me and Eli have a very busy weekend ahead of us. Yeah, we got. A lot of things on Sunday. We'll get back from camp. Yeah, we head up to camp at 5 o'clock today, and then we get back at probably 11.30 or noon on Sunday, and then we have a church meeting. I only have I have to speak a little bit at it, but not much. We have a church I meeting at... I don't speak at it. I'm just <laughs> <excited>. <laughs> we have a church meeting at 12.30, and then we have a birthday party at 3, which I'm starting to think we should just go like straight to the birthday party. You guys aren't going to get home until, like, Sunday night football. Well, the other option is, like, come home and then go to the party, like, in two hours. 
and that's like I might just fall asleep on the couch. If, <laughs> yeah, if especially happens. yeah after that weekend. I think. Yeah, that's a dangerous play. Coming back home. That's that's kind of what I'm getting comfortable. Exactly. Um, Reed has the Patriots plus nine and a half against the Dolphins. Interesting pick there. Uh, and then I have the Browns plus three and a half against the Seahawks. Um, yeah, going against this. I figured this was kind of like a win-win situation here. Emotional like, hedge. Yeah, pretty much. I also don't. I also don't think the Seahawks are going to be able to move the ball against the Browns. I think this got seventeen twenty written all over it. Yeah. Um, overs. Me and Reed have the same. Green Bay, Minnesota, forty-three. Um, I, I don't like the way either these teams' defense has been playing. So. Uh, mostly the Packers defense, but um, yeah, we'll see. I think, I think this game should go over. Cole, uh, I got L.A. Rams versus the Dallas Cowboys at forty-five and a half. Um, I just think they're good. I think they're both fun offenses. I think it will be a. I hope it's a shootout. Um, yeah, Mitch, I got Philly versus Washington forty-three and a half. Um, I think I kind of froze. Um, I think like it'll be like a thirty-three to fourteen type of game, where like Philly they just go after Washington's defense and they go for like a lot of yards. So I think, and I think Washington's always good for fourteen points, fourteen to seventeen that range. So yeah, thirty-three fourteen. Eli, I just changed it to KC Denver. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had Tennessee and Atlanta, and I was trying to just switch it up. I was just taking it because it was super low, and the more I thought about it, the more I was like, both these quarterbacks suck. They're both going to run the ball. It's Will Levis. Yeah. Oh. I think I'm excited for that. I think that's going to be. I want to see. I have him on my dynasty team. I think, I'm excited to I'm re- see. I didn't know that. I'm really glad I just switched then. Um, yeah, I'm going to do Kansas City, Denver over is 47. Um, I don't think I don't think Kansas City is going to have any problem putting up points. And I could see this being a game where we're like, wait, why Why are the Broncos kind of like hanging in there? So it was below 50, and I think this is a high-scoring game. So taking that one. Uh, Cole's under already hit. Buffalo, Tampa Bay taking Thursday night under. System play. Nice. Um, Hit by half a point. I didn't realize. I thought I was. I got. I thought it was forty-five. Lucky um. dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mitch, we had the same. New Orleans, Indianapolis, forty-three and a half. Yeah, I think uh, Gardner's going to struggle to move the ball against the Saints defense. What do you think the score is going to be? Um, I don't make score predictions. Okay. That's, that's Mitchell's guess, area. I guess, predict- I guess it's just me. Um, let's go twenty to ten. The computer says twenty to ten. He gets, twenty to ten Saints. He gets so excited when he makes his little predictions. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think isn't he the best at the over unders though in picks? Um, it's possible. Huh. I think so. Yeah. Maybe my, maybe my system Thursday night football unders is might be more profitable. But. Uh, Reed had the Tennessee Atlanta under of thirty six and a half, and then Eli going Baltimore Arizona. Yeah, I think this is. It's got underwritten all over for me. Arizona's going to have a hard time scoring, and their defense is going to somehow surprise us a little bit and hold Baltimore off. I think Baltimore still wins this game easily, but I think it's a, I think it's a quiet. I think it's a game we probably don't see a lot on red zone. 
everyone except for Cole has Detroit minus eight or eight and a half on Monday night. Historically this year, when everyone else besides me is on something, it hasn't hit. Okay, cool. <laughs> so just say really I'm, hope he I'm ready to break <laughs> history. I hope he starts missing everything. I'm ready Stop. to break history. <laughs> Cole's on Chicago plus eight and a half against the Chargers. That's got. I was asking you guys. Do you think that's the highest amount of points a team has been given? That's two and four. The Chargers eight and a half. That's insane. Yeah, it's got. It's got to be close for a team that's won two games, and we're going into week eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's rough. it's got to be close. Um, playoff cross off. We no wait wait. We forgot something. What do, we, what do we forget? Cole, what's your survivor pick this week? Um, I have the Texans against the Panthers. Um, doubling down on the Texans. Um, what do you guys have? Oh, wait, wait. I'm the only one still alive. What? I'm starting to hate this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite part now of the week. <laughs> All right, playoff cross-off. I think we each need two. Oh, man. My first two teams could both make the playoffs. <laughs> I'm going to go you have, with, Yeah, you need eight by the end of this week. I'm going to go with the Broncos. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Damn, I've already done that. And... Yeah, I'm going Broncos as well. Ooh, have I done that? I'm going to go Broncos. <laughs> Cardinals. I haven't done the Giants. I'm going to take the Titans, too. Ooh, I kind of like that. I do not like the Titans. Yeah, I'll go Titans as well. All right. Should I, should I go with the risky play and choose the Chargers right now? Oh, you got to. You son of a... <laughs> yep. We're 100% doing that. You're 100% losing that one. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I, I don't know. Actually, I'm going to switch my Cardinals pick. I'm going to go with Detroit Lions. Um <laughs> Are you just wanting to throw your survivor? I have them at number five in our power ranking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll hate, playoffs. I hate this pick, but I, I just. All right. That's all I got. Let's go have a good week of football. Next week, we're going to do Game Chat Award Show. Are we going to next week uh, top five receivers and running backs we've seen play personally? Oh, yeah. I, like I think that would be fun. Maybe tight ends as well. Yeah, put that in the doc. Okay. Cool. What about shut up guards right guards Ooh. who i was thinking left guards actually. left guard let's yeah. just we could just do interior linemen we have to go separate yeah. separate all right, give the guys their shine in two weeks we'll do right guards then week after we we'll do left guards then long snappers and holders yes the best holders that we've tony seen. romo 2007 johnny hecker rock the house rock, rock the, the house, house.